got uh, 12-10-2020. Coming at you from the chilly confines of Studio A here in Colorado. It's about 28 degrees. Going to start snowing here in about an hour, hour and a half. Also chilly here. It is, uh, mm. I think it's 29 degrees. Wow. B. The battle I mean, continues. Inside, but yeah, not inside. Outside, it's 29. Yeah, it's yes. A, it's about 63. 29 degrees. Inside. Uh, this says it's not supposed to snow until Wednesday. Oh. Yeah, we have snow in the forecast for a the week, next... A week from yesterday. Right. The next three days, and then again on next Tuesday, so... Uh, How much do you think you'll get? So, inch tonight, inch tomorrow night, one to three inches Saturday, and then Tuesdays... Exactly. She only takes it on Saturday. And then one to three... Or no, I'm sorry. It's not Oh, a dusting on Tuesday. So when it's all said and done, I mean, it could be four to six inches, and it's not going to, like... The 15 day doesn't have any warmth upcoming either. So, this shit here to stay. It's not going to melt. Yeah. Papa Scotty over here is going to get out a, a, a shovel, do some work on that driveway, which I did Wait, not do. Do you have a snow shovel? I do have a snow shovel. It was a gift from my wife a couple of years ago because when I bought this house, there was one just like leaning up against the back wall <laughs> or the wall in the backyard. And uh, it was an old metal one. I was like, all right, I'll, I used that for like three seasons, but it was a piece of shit from the second I picked it up. So, I probably should not have done that. Uh, we might have talked about this, but what's what's your what's the out like? What's your snow shovel look like? So my new one is the 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 scoop. The main scoop is plastic, actually, but the front tip is like yeah. reinforced metal. And then oh yeah, that's is it yellow? Because I have one that looks no, like it's that. not yellow. It also has like a what I guess you'd call a dongle or a penis. It's got like this this floppy secondary handle like a third of the way up the main shaft i think that i think that's to help you so you don't have to bend over yeah, so far 100 percent. Right? that's it's what it is floppy though yeah it's kind of it's not rigid it's it's flaccid i saw i saw a video of a guy that basically like sort of fashioned something similar with a rope yep and he's like it saves your back and it makes so a it difference like you... it definitely makes a difference yes i'm 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 glad i got it um Especially, the it's floppy dick shovel. the floppy dick shovel. <laughs> Hang on, that's that's episode name, floppy dick shovel. Um, but it has, um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's it's especially come in handy when there's been a lot of snow, and particularly if it's light snow. If you get out there early enough, like and this is probably yeah, true yeah. anywhere. If you get once, out there, like once it gets packed down, it sucks. Yeah, if you've backed out of the driveway a couple times with the car, like forget about it. You're not. Actually, that honestly, that's when I go to my old shovel, which I still have, and it's like chipping ice. Like I'm just chipping away at it. Um, is when that happens. If I've if the car, either car, on either side of the driveway is so going back or forth. What's the what's the the rule ratio of oh. snow blowers in your hood? So my next door like neighbor, do people have them? Uh, next door neighbor named Jamie, he has one, which he does not need because he literally just does his driveway and then puts it away. Um, and there's someone. Uh, a mysterious good Samaritan who also has one. And every time there's snow of significance, he or she will do the sidewalks of the entire cul-de-sac. And I only know that because I see that it's been done. I've never caught this person in the act. So I don't know who's doing <laughs> it or never why. never seen them doing it? That's I've never weird. seen them doing it. I don't know if they do it. Because fucking snow blowers are not, are not quiet. They're very loud. So, I mean, I, again, I, you know, it was kind of the tail end of the season when this whole quarantine thing started. So I don't think this person Speaking necessarily which, did it. I should, I should check the gas in mine. Fuck. 
Wait, you have a snowblower? Oh, yeah. Why? I got a long-ass driveway. I mean, I suppose. How often, in a typical winter, let's say last winter, or the winter before, your choice, dealer's choice, uh, how, how, how often did it need to come out? Not how often did you use it, because I could see you use, oh, we got a dusting, Brr, crank the shit up. How often did you need I, to bring it up? So here's the thing. We bought it when we moved in. The previous owners had a snowblower, and we tried to say, hey, can, can you As throw that in? We'll give you an extra yeah. 200 bucks or something. Because they're not cheap. They're I think we paid like they are pricey. Five hundred bucks for the one I got. Yeah, they are pricey for sure. Four fifty, five fifty. I don't know. <laughs> they're around a decent one. Is probably around five or six hundred bucks. Gotcha. Um, and our driveway is probably a hundred feet long. I'd say. Okay. Um, and like our our street has a thing where like, uh, they. Like, we all pay into a fund, and they'll plow the street, but they don't plow your driveway. Your driveway, of course. So, um, but I've only had to really do it, like, two or three times. I thought, like, I think we've had pretty mild winters. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, the the year we moved out, like, we moved into this house in an August, but, like, that year, in February of 2016, they got, like... It was crazy. 30 or 40 inches of snow at yeah. once and I like we wouldn't have I wouldn't have been able to shovel that shit out especially like on the east coast where the snow what maybe is dry for the first three hours but quickly becomes just a fucking chunk mm-hmm. um, so the the uh, the thing is really good for that but so I used it I don't know once or twice the first year it's pretty fun to use uh, it's sort of like riding lawnmower except you're not riding I mean Mine's not a writing thing, but it, it is self-propelled. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, let's but, be honest. Uh, would you have gotten any other type? No, you would not. I mean, I don't. I think they're all self-propelled. I don't. I don't think they make them not self-propelled. No. Or maybe they do. I don't know. So it's got like anyway. a little tank tread on the bottom, is what you're saying? That kind of moves it along. Yes, in the back it has a tank tread. Okay. Um, but I used it like a couple times the first year, and then it, like the next winter, it didn't really snow at all, so I didn't use it. But I didn't empty out the tank, so like the fuel filter got uh, gunked up and yeah. like it wouldn't start. So I had to like clean it out and drain the gas. I don't know. I'm I, I don't remember my timeline, but I had to do it like last year. Yeah. And then or before last year, and then I used it once last year, mm-hmm. but I didn't do it this fall, which I probably should. I mean, I definitely should. I got I got something to siphon the gas out without like sucking on a tube or anything. <laughs> It's like a pump that you can buy. <laughs> the old school. Drain, like yeah, no, I have one of those. Super old school. It's just um, plastic, but it works. No, I mean, I have one that has a pump, so you don't have to suck. Oh, okay. It, so it, no, my, my, <laughs> I have one that has, like, it's it's basically just a tube, but in the middle or towards one side, I guess, is almost like an accordion style thing that you can kind of, you know, push between your thumb and two fingers. And it, it, does, it does the same action as having a hose oh. and sucking on one end. My, I mean, mine's not... Uh, Sort of gravity dependent, like you could gotcha. go uphill, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't, I bought it for like fifteen bucks on Amazon or something. Smart. So I should probably at least empty that out. Yeah, get it ready. And then the pro the pro I mean I have it in my like little shed thing, Next but it sits garage. behind yeah. my lawnmower. Yep. In the stacking order, because I like I said I use it like maybe twice a year, 
and the lawnmower I use, you know, three or four times a year. Yeah, but um, turn that shit around. You ain't losing no, I, I definitely can. Yeah. Um, I just I haven't done that yet. I should, but now that's uh, I mean, I'm looking at the forecast. It says there's 75 percent chance of snow. That who the fuck knows what that actually means. And by the time next Wednesday rolls around, God only knows if it'll be 120 or zero percent. I'm sure. Right. Probably not 120. Yeah. Personal yeah, guess. I I feel pretty confident. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I like. I have a Craftsman. It's a 24 inch. I don't know what the horsepower is, but shout out. Like uh, proud sponsor of the pod. I know. I know they're they're so they have these like uh, pins for the augers, which is the things that spin the snow. Yep. And they're like these are the things that are brakes. So I bought extra ones of those. Like I got all the stuff. I was ready to like use it. Sure. Um, I just haven't had to use it that much, but it, I feel like it's one of those things I don't really need, but then I'll have one year where I'll need it like five or six times in the winter and yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking shovel that shit. So no. Yeah. That makes sense. Know. If, if we move or sell the house, I'll try to sell it to the next owner. Unless if we're moving someplace warmer. Yeah. Pass it forward. <laughs> I mean, with cash, cause it's, with cash. it's pretty brand new. I mean, it yeah. hasn't been used that much. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you, you compare it to a riding lawnmower. Um, I, I, I think that's an apt comparison. When I, I've watched, uh, again, the guy Jamie next door do it. And, uh, you know, he just, he's, he's done in six minutes. I, again, I don't know why he bought it. Because he, I was, <laughs> I feel like I, <laughs> for a second I was like, do, do I think he's going to listen to this? Probably not. Um, he, he doesn't often do the sidewalks, which you're supposed to do. Like that's, that's kind of the law around here. You have 24 oh, hours. Yeah. That's your civic duty or whatever. 24 hours after the snow stops, you're supposed to have a clear path from the street through the sidewalk to your front door for pe- especially now, you know, this time of year for people delivering packages. And I'll, I'll be honest, we, uh, it snowed. I think I mentioned this on the pod we did from your house, the day after Thanksgiving, but it snowed or the two days after Thanksgiving. It snowed two days before we left for Baltimore. So on the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week, it snowed. And that shit is still on the ground. We had temperatures in the 60s a couple days ago Whoa. and it did not melt. That was over two weeks ago. So um, so the other day, I think it was earlier this week or late last week, I was sitting in my office. And my office is in the front of the house. And if I look out the window right next to me, I'm looking at the driveway in the cul-de-sac. And a guy came by and he was delivering a package for something that uh, that Jamie had, had bought. Jamie, my wife, not Jamie, my neighbor. And um, he was just kind of, you know, trotting up the driveway, kind of whistling. And I saw him like almost eat it. He was like, whoa. <laughs> and he put his hand down and he almost slipped again on my sidewalk. So I was like, shit, that's exactly why oh, wait, you're this, supposed to do that. This was your fault for not doing that? Yes, this was 100%. Because by this point, again, this was 10, 11 days from the, from the day the snow fell and, you know, my wife had gone out of the driveway or, you know, driven her car several times. I drove my car. So this guy should have known better. He delivers packages for a living, but he was clearly <laughs> walking in the tire tracks, which are fucking ice, like straight I just ice. imagine him going, <laughs> whistling through. He legit, he was, he was jamming to something. I don't know. He was, he was a, a young black guy. He may have had earbuds in. I don't know, but he was definitely having a good day at work and he almost ate his not, shit. Not, not whistling the Andy Griffith tune, I'm guessing. No, probably not. Probably not. But, uh. You know, FedEx kid, but he, he survived. And then it's funny. I saw him because I saw him almost bust. Thank I was goodness. like, oh shit. I heard him. Like you can hear, hear people go up the steps from this office too. He rang the doorbell. Then he went back down the steps. 
And I saw him on the way back out and he was definitely taking a little slow watching every step he took. So hope I'm not incriminating so wait, myself. Do they, do they sell like the ice melt or the salt stuff like at Lowe's or Home Depot there? I can only I always assume, have a bag of that too. Yeah, I can only assume they that do. That stuff works really well. Yeah, my, uh, my next door neighbor the other way, two doors down, just does that on the sidewalk. They just... They just lay out some of that stuff because I'll go for it's a run. It's way easier. Yeah. I would recommend doing that. And I, I don't want to show I, I should. I mean, especially for yeah. like a thin coat. If it's like six inches of snow, it's not going to do shit. I mean, it'll of course. melt. No, of course not. Around the, the yeah, I wouldn't, little kernels. Yeah, they're not whatever, heated pellets. It's not going to clear. Yeah, it's not going to clear your sidewalk. I understand that. But um, but no, I, I and Jamie and I actually talked about doing that, about getting some of those for that, for the exact situation I was just describing. Um, you should get it. It's like. I don't know, $5 a bag, maybe. I don't know how yeah. much it is. I don't remember. No, I'm sure it is. And and the reason that it happens is because my house faces north. And so the oh, sun, yeah, yeah. you so know, you don't get any sun rises more. in the east. It's definitely on the south side. Like when we play with Stella in the afternoon, we play ball with her every afternoon, take a little break from work. And it's always sunny in the backyard. That's part of the reason we started doing it at that time back in March because it was cold. And we were like, well, if we go at it 2, 2 30, it's perfectly sunny where we play ball with her. Um, and then the the sun just never, the only time it has any direct contact with my front yard is from like 6 to 8 a.m., which it's never warm enough this time of year. Between it's six just coming from the east, yeah. just hitting it sideways or yep. whatever. And then it's over the house. Yeah, we, have, this, never we have the same situation. Our house faces north. So our main walk up the front of our house, which we don't really use anymore. Yeah. Um, although that usually melts off pretty quickly it's brick but that's yeah but and that's I, also I the ground it, i put a path of that ice melt stuff from like the garage yeah around to the side because that's where it gets dicey right yeah so whatever anyway um i don't know how little conversation <laughs> started but yes yeah snow, snow chat here in the robot um <laughs> but yeah so I, I definitely do have uh the nice shovel and and again I, if i didn't make it clear when it's super thick fluffy the normal December, January, February type snow here in the Denver area. It's, it's awesome for that. Like you're just, I mean, you're just throwing chunks and chunks of snow into, in my case, the, you the front yard or the side yard from the driveway. And it's really easy. Um, and it's, it's, it's definitely come in handy. I saw it on some infomercial or something. And I told Jamie, again, this was several years ago. I was like, you got to give me that. Cause it hurts, man. If you're out there, I mean, Back in the day, I think the first winter in this house, like we had a bunch of snow and it sucked. Like it's painful. It is painful yeah, to shovel snow. Shoveling snow sucks for sure. It's uh, the, yeah. uh, I mean, the good thing about the snow blowers, so they have some that have like a joystick to control the chute, which is what shoots the snow out. Yeah. Mine does not have that. Mine has a crank, but you get pretty good at it. I mean, there's like one hand that basically, it's sort of like our self-propelled lawnmower that our dad had when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. You get it to run, and then you I use the other hand, and I, you know, ha- I shift that where it throws the snow. Right. Because you don't want to throw it on the same in the same place. But no. You can, and depending on where you are relative to the house, you can just shoot it straight in, and or you know off to the side. Right. Because I don't want to throw it into the house either or into no. the garage. No. So when I'm when I'm threading the needle between those two things, I'll shoot it straight. But it's pretty fun. Sure. Yeah. No, it sounds like it is. Maybe you, one day. If you're ever here when it snows, I'll let you do it. Thanks. Just like I used to look forward to mowing Grandma and Grandpa's yard when we go up there for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. That was like a You'd highlight. Love it. Put on the Penn State jacket and hop on the riding. I mean, even if it's if it snows a quarter inch, I'll let you 
Yeah, rip of course. It, up. it won't do much, but hell, we could throw some fake snow in the front yard or the, the driveway. <laughs> You really need a good, like, three or four inches. And like I said, in Maryland, when it gets, like, a little crunchy or iced over, yeah, ugh, fuck, you don't, you do not want to be trying to shovel that shit. Yeah. Danger. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Um, I was thinking to the danger zone. Oh, highway. Straight to it. Highway to the That's enough. danger zone. We don't have to pay for that. Um this just happened to, to come up in my email inbox, so I, I thought it was interesting, and I'm just guessing. Cause Wait, I, your email inbox or your my email inbox, your physical yes. inbox? Um, not my physical inbox, no. Um, I, I'm just guessing because I know you and Anne so well that you'll have no idea about this. But when I get my energy bill every year, every year, every year, I pay energy bill once a year. <laughs> When I get my electricity bill. Give me the bill, energy for next year, for 2021. <laughs> let me pay you for energy. It's, let me pay you for it. Here you go. That's a little bit for you and the family. Um, I, I get it every month, and it compares this month versus a year ago this month. And my, my energy company does both my electricity and my gas, which the house is heated by gas heat. And so it's interesting because it yeah, also it puts, like, for example. Yeah. Waka waka. Hi, yo. Uh, one year ago, it tells me the average temperature in November was 39 degrees and I used $2.21 a day worth of gas. This year, the average temperature was 43 degrees. I used $2.06 a day. So that makes sense. But the, that's not the interesting one. So buckle in. Fascinating. Kids. <laughs> Fuck off. The interesting one is the electricity. No, we, had, we had that at, at uh, in Portland. Yeah. And you might have it here, but I'm assuming you don't pay that bill is why I said I'm sure you have no uh, idea. No, I mean, I think um, we may do that this here, but we did like the equal pay where you basically, they figure out, they average what you used for the whole yeah. year and then they divide it up evenly. So. Oh, I see. And then if you're over or under, they either give you a rebate for the next year or sure. charge you the extra sure. 50 bucks or whatever. Um, but, but again, the interesting one was the electricity. So again, obviously in November of last year, oh yeah, <laughs> the wife and I were not working from home. We were in the office, you know, nine, 10 hours a day or away from the house, nine, 10 hours a day. So a year ago, we used a dollar, one dollar and fifty three cents a day of electricity. This year, one dollar eighty nine cents a day. So quite the increase. Well, that's, that's the only difference. That seems like it should be more than that. I mean, in reality, seems we like it you, should be like triple what it was last year. No, no, because I mean, think about it. Like a lot of this stuff is running anyway. The fridge is running. The the heater is still running. The which again, I just said I pay for gas heat, so I don't know why I even mentioned that. Um, but in the summer, the, but you the don't. Do you AC. not have like a programmable thermostat where you like turn it down during the day? If you're, we not do there? not have a Nest, no, and we don't need it now because we're always here. I don't. I don't mean a Nest. I just like there's a lot of different kinds of programmable ones where you can like. Right, but nothing before like before we had a Nest. We would basically just when we left to go to work, we would turn off the heat from like nine to four thirty or something. Right. Well, from what I've read, and I, I consider doing that, that I, I don't think that makes any sense this time of year and for the next couple of months in Denver, it just gets too damn cold. But uh, like you would yeah, literally yeah. have no, I'm not. If you're freezing. there, I'm not, I'm not recommending it. No, I'm no, no. If I'm, I'm saying the house, I'm saying even you when I was drop leaving. it to like 58 degrees or well, 60 degrees or something. Funny you said 58. Well, first of all, I keep it at 63 in the winter. So hi you put some clothes on if you're cold. Um but when we went to your place for Thanksgiving, I did put it down to 58. But but what I've read is that the 
the amount of energy it takes to bring it back, if you do that every day, like you're talking about, is equivalent, and in some cases more, than what it would take to just maintain a slightly higher temperature throughout the day. But that's not the main reason I don't do that. I've, the main reason I've read is, the opposite, but... Okay, that's fair. The main I reason I think it is, also depends on how, yeah. how well insulated your house is. That plays a huge role, and I have absolutely no fucking idea. Probably not well insulated. It gets down <laughs> to like 50 degrees in this office during the winter. It gets very cold. That's why I'm always wearing uh, an Under Armour fleece and long pants and a lot of times a hat um, just during my normal work day. But no, what I was starting to say a couple times is the main reason is because Stella's here. So I don't want to leave her in like frigid 55, 50 degree temperatures. I mean, she'd probably be fine. But like if I... <laughs> if I fuck's wrong with your dog? 55? If I found out... 55 and no sun. She's, she's a small dog. She might get cold. Anyway. Um, Give her a blanket or something or a bed. She has she has blankets. She'll be fine. She has plenty of blankets. 55 degrees. Get the fuck anyway, out of here. Anyway, the point is, it's not relevant right now because we all upend this bitch all day, every day, like everybody else in the world. And, um, but no, what I was starting to say is, I mean, you know, aside from computer power and like turning on lights to use the bathroom or at lunchtime to, to make, make our lunches and stuff like that. I don't think the electricity usage is that much higher. You know, if you're factoring out the temperature control, like it's not like we're in here fucking blasting music well, think, and all the lights are on. I think the uh, temperature would be the, the biggest burner. And then the other yeah. stuff like you're pro I mean, I would assume you have your lights on in like, four or five rooms where you might have them on in zero rooms. Jamie definitely uh, does. I do not. I just open the window in this office. Until like three thirty. Open the window or draw the blinds or whatever. I draw the blinds. Yeah. Now I get a nice breeze uh, in here when it's twenty seven outside. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, I open the blinds. Yes. So there's that. Then there's the yeah using computers plugged in. You're using the internet. You yep. are. I mean, you're, what else? You might have the TV on. I don't. There's no TV in this office. During lunch, yes, we definitely the, watch the main show. the main appliances. The refrigerator is running all the time, regardless. But right, everything else is kind of you're using it when you're home and not when you're not. Seems to me. I I, I mean, I just I don't know I don't know how I get three X, but I I guess that really just shows that well the majority I'm of your if, energy usage if, is going all the time. But I'm saying I don't think that's true because like, I think it would be 3x. If you think there's 12 waking hours a day or 14. How often are you you're... sleeping? <laughs> 12 hours a night? <laughs> Fucking jealous. I, I wish. 12 waking uh, okay. hours. Yeah. So, so we'll... 16. Let's call it 16. That seems a little okay, more reasonable. 16 waking hours. And normally you're gone for 10 of those or right. 12 of those. Yep. Uh, 12, 12 versus four, uh -oh, here we 10 go. versus six. That's, you could get up to three X there for the uh, 12. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. But again, it's not like during those 10 hours or 12 hours that we weren't home, everything was completely shut down. I think there were enough True. things that were still, but I'm saying plugged in most of running. the things you use probably were. Yeah. I think I'm right. Well, my energy well, company would beg. Clearly, to I'm not because your energy company says nope. I'm just saying or again, you, or you're just very reckless with your energy use. I mean, that's possible when too. you're not home. When I'm, yeah, when we're not here. 
Just blasting the stereo and like maybe that's the something that's, door open. that you can definitely don't. Are you <laughs> kidding cool me? The house off. <laughs> Do you think any of either of us could be the type of person that would leave the door open after our father yelled "Close the door" for so many years at us? If we would leave the door open, I mean, I don't. Your wife could. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. She does. Fucking though. idiot kids do that shit. It drives me crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. See, that makes sense. It's in green. Lights on. Don't. I will. I will. Toilet. I will admit to one thing though, that I, I'm not. I'm not proud of, but I've gotten a little more reckless with. I, reckless is way too strong a word. I will sometimes <laughs> like our our water pitcher. We have a, a, a filtered water pitcher, and mm. for it's it's old it needs to be replaced. But when you a when Brita, you, I think it is a Brita. When you pour the water into the cup, not all the time, but at least half the time, it will spill a little. So often I will open the fridge, get the water filter. I got the cup ready, left hands holding the cup, ready to go. I will walk the two steps over to the sink, pour it over the sink, and then walk it back to the fridge. Whereas normally I would close the fridge and reopen it for just about anything else. So I have gotten a little cavalier, if you will, with leaving the fridge. I don't care, clearly. I'm okay with it. I'm comfortable with it. But I feel like I would have never done that as a kid. Like you open the fridge, you get out whatever you need, and you fucking close it. Don't leave it open for anything. Is that something our dad would yell at us about? I don't, I don't know that specifically. But Possibly. It seems like probably. I mean, if, you know, close the door was a thing. Like apply it to the fridge too. Apply it to the car. Yeah. Like you can, yeah. you know, runs the gamut. Who knows? Anyway. Um, speaking of food chat, topic one. Love the transition. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about French fries. Todd, I know you love French fries. You visit burger type places, even though you don't eat meat. So what is the best part? What's the part that you have to have that you cannot live without when you go to these fast food places? It's the fries. Love a good fry. Now, the wife and I got in a bit of an argument. Not an argument, just a disagreement the other day when discussing our pantheon of top French fries. And I was quite disturbed to hear her responses. Not the least of which was the fact that she said that a fry like an Arby's seasoned fry should not be considered for the French fry at Mount Rushmore. I said, look, is it a fried potato? Yes, but the seasoning. I was like, you can put fucking cocoa on it. I don't care. You can put whatever you want. That's kind of the point of doing whatever. Cocoa, the cocoa plant. So anyway. So she didn't even consider that in her top four. And I was like, well, that might have to be on my Mount Rushmore. Spoiler alert. Anyway, so let's go through. We'll, as we normally do, we'll go back and forth from four up to one, assuming you have your list ready. I just notified you of this about 30 minutes ago. So hopefully you do. Um, from four up to one of your top French fries. Now, again, as I stated to you 30 minutes ago, if you want to use a regional place or a place that's not as well known, that's fine, um, but just know that the audience will be left out in the dark, and we don't want to do that to them. Um, and by the way, I will say that this whole conversation came up because we had In-N-Out Burger a couple weeks ago, recently opened here in Aurora, made national news for 14-hour wait times. Jamie did not have to wait that long for the In-N-Out Burger. And the surprising part about In-N-Out Burger, as good as the burgers are, the fries are dog shit. They are turds. They're not good. Um so that's what started a little conversation about what the favorite, what our favorite fries are. So are you prepared to discuss your Mount Rushmore French fries? Uh, no, definitely not. But um, Perfect. I can wing it. 
Okay. Well, get you get me here number four, and I'll try to figure out. I've got three that I can put on a list, but I don't know what the number one one or what the what fourth the fourth will one be. will be. Okay. By the way, I was the same way. I came up with three right away. That fourth one was tough. What the hell just happened? Sorry, Did you I fall? My oh, you dropped your headphones. <laughs> we heard every we heard every second I of the, off my head. the drama. I looked at, I looked at my uh, sound and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Just oh, max, max, like... max. The tumbling will uh, be part of the excitement of this episode. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> That's the drum roll for fries. All right. Yeah. yeah. Give me your number four. Okay. Number four. And I believe this was my wife's number one. So divorce forthcoming. But number four, Chick-fil-A. I'm going to tell you why Chick-fil-A is not ranked higher because I feel like a lot of people are gasping listening right now. The reason is because while I'm a fan of the waffle fry, a big fan, as a matter of fact, um... The Chick-fil-A fry, let's say there's 15 fries in a standard size Chick-fil-A French fry package. It's pretty often that one or two of them are basically eating a fucking potato. Like they don't have the holes. They don't fry through, if you will. And so it really, it's a problem for me because I don't want to eat a potato. I want to eat a French fry. So otherwise very tasty, normally well salted naturally. There's no need to add additional salt. So for that reason, they don't rank higher. Chick-fil-A waffle fries coming in at number four. I'm trying to think who my, like, I'm trying to think of it like just a standard fry. I'm having trouble. Like what place would be a standard fry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't like Burger King's fries. And when we eat like fast food burgers, I try to go to Burger King because they have the Impossible Burger. I do love yeah. the Impossible Burger. Okay. But their fries are fucking terrible. Maybe a Wendy's uh, fry? Wendy's is pretty standard. Always well yeah, salted. Yeah, I'll say Wendy's. I ha- I've not eaten at Wendy's in like 15 years, so I oh. honestly have no idea what they taste like. But Okay. Um, sure, Wendy's. <laughs> Just for a standard feel like square. I gave you an out there. Tr- I, there's got to be another place. I'm trying to think of what it would be, though. Because I have three other ones... Well, how about um, this? We can we can circle back to your number four. All we'll right. put Wendy's number as a four, placeholder. Maybe I'll remember it. Yeah, Wendy's is a placeholder, but there's okay. got to be something. And perhaps I mean, there there are yeah. definitely some local places in Portland that had really good fries, but again, of course, some yeah, of them are out of business, and some no, of them COVID. Um, no, this was before COVID. I know. Just actually, I can't even remember the name, name of the place. That they had so really good, you fries. forgot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, it's been out of business for probably five or ten years now. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Maybe not that long. Well, we'll continue. If any of my top three strike your fancy, you can sure. Uh, I'll I'll drop plug them, them in. in. Plug them in. Okay. Number three for me is a place that started not too far from you. Uh, not one, not two, not three, not four, but Five Guys. Five Guys fries also have the chance that you're gonna pull a fry out there that's like all burnt crisp. Or one that hasn't the even... for me. That is the worst. No, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying that there's a chance that could happen, much like with uh, the errors that I was just discussing. Um, but there's also the chance that you could have uh, one that was like attached to another one and you split them apart and then it's like raw in the middle. Also not good. But let me tell you, you take that paper bag, you fold it backwards a few times, you have a nice pouch of fries, keep some warm, get a big cup of uh, ketchup, dip them in, super salted, Super delicious. I'm going to be honest and say it probably is boosted by the fact that it's 
in my case, paired with a delicious burger, in your case, paired with a grilled cheese. Um, but yeah, really enjoy the Five Guys fries. Really enjoy the Five Guys fries experience. Oh, so for that reason, I know who I'm going to say for my number four. Okay, so that's my number three. So start with four, and then you can do four and three. Oh, wait, no. I'm going to... Mm, oh, boy. I'm, I have four things now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop what was going to be... Honorable mention. Shout it out. No, I'm going to... No. <laughs> my number four, I think, is... Eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying, trying to figure out how to rank them. We've I stumped guess Todd would, with food chat. I never thought this would happen. I, I think I'll put uh, Red Robin at number four. Wow. Which has the big fat ass steak fries. Now, the fries are pretty good. They're not. I I'm not a fan of like the super crispy fries. So I like the sure. sort of fluffy potato ness of them. Okay. But then they have the seasoning salt, um, which I really the like. The X factor. They That's put what a little this is all on, about, by the way. But yeah. Typically not enough. I'd say for most of my list, um, the quantity of salt is like completely inconsistent. I can't think of a place that's super consistent with how they're salted. Like sometimes I'd say Five Guys is, but go ahead. Five Guys is not bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, coming up later on my list, and the one you mm. already mentioned, like Chick-fil-A, sometimes their fries are perfect. Sometimes I feel like they don't have enough salt. They need more salt on them. Right. Um, right. So yeah, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick uh, Red Robin at number four. The big okay. fat steak fries. Interesting choice. Which I do like. <clears throat> I respect it. Number three. My number three. Yeah, I already did my number three. Oh, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Okay. <laughs> I like the Chick Fil A. I I don't have a problem if they're like if too it's much just potato. The potato. Pe- yeah, that doesn't bother me. I mean. These two, my last one is basically all potato. Right. And these, uh, yeah, I like the the uh, waffle fries. I mean, if for no other reason than the novelty of them. Actually, most of my, I think all four of mine are going to be sort of novelty fries, okay. if you will. Good. Um, yeah, mix it up. Uh, but yeah, I like their, I mean, it's the main thing that I eat when I go to Chick-fil-A because I usually get a cheese sandwich, which is yes, bun, cheese, this. lettuce, tomato, and pickles. And I put some Yuck. of the, uh, uh, what's it called, buffalo sauce on there. Oh, and they look at you stepping up. Every up. single time I every order time. it. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah. It's their pleasure. Yeah, because no one ever orders But the sandwich food. does cost like 75 cents. So That's fair. That's a trade-off. Um, okay. But yeah, I get a large fry to pair with that. Usually. Nice, nice, nice pairing. Excellent. <laughs> and a, light, and uh, a large a red Dr. Pepper. DDP. Oh, okay. Oh, the, I mean, what else are you gonna pair from a beverage perspective than a large DDP? I yeah, I like the I like the restaurants that have Diet Dr. Pepper, and Me then too. I like the ones that are inconsistently have it. There's like a few <laughs> restaurants in the South uh, that like some of them have Diet Dr. Pepper and some don't, and I always feel like we go to the through the drive-thru and we're like, do you have Diet Dr. Pepper? And they're like, no, oh, we don't have it. But other locations have have that. Right. Or like uh, Bojangles in the South. I, think I was just thinking Bojangles. Have, have Diet Dew. Yeah. Fountain. Love the Diet Dew. But again, not all of them have it. Most of them do. But yeah. it's, it's always the first thing. I'm, do they have Diet Mountain Dew? Uh, so Love the Diet Dew. The tragedy is a place that you expect to have Diet Dew and or Diet Dr. Pepper if they don't have it, oftentimes they're Pepsi, which is like, ugh. oh yeah, definitely Pepsi. I why I'm not a huge fan of Diet Pepsi. So no, not the a other proud two. Sponsor I do like. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, mean, for sure. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, I just feel like the Diet Pepsi, I don't, something about the syrupiness of it is yeah. hard for me to get behind. And yeah, they have different flavors, right? I've never had the Pepsi Max. I don't know if that tastes better. I, I don't like Coke Zero. I feel like Diet Pepsi tastes more like Coke Zero. It's just... Shut your mouth. It doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't have the, uh, the carbonation hit that the Coke drinks do for me. The like di- that just... Diet Coke does? I agree. Well, and that's where we one. differ. Diet oh. Coke or uh, Coke Zero. I feel like Diet Pepsi tastes more like oh, I see. sort of flat and sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I'll drink it in a pinch, but it's not my of favorite. If you have to, throw it on some ice, make your mind up that you're drinking something else, and, uh, you know, dream a little. Um, but I, honestly, I'd prefer Diet Mountain Dew or Diet Dr. Pepper to... Oh, for sure. Those other the, things. The DDP is just such a flavor experience. Like, it's so different from your <laughs> regular cola. Flavors, right? Yeah. It's so it's good. Cola, that's why. It's so, so good. And Diet Mountain Dew, there, there's, there's a half... Half empty one in my fridge as we speak. Love the DMD. It does make I me drank, piss a lot I more drank than the six uh, any other one. Two liters we had of that in the last three days or whatever. Please, dear God, tell me that's not accurate. <laughs> no, it's slightly off. Twelve, Five four years. liters a day. <laughs> no, God, no. That's a that's a your death march to the grave. Um, okay, so how the hell? Oh, by the way, I, I, just to finish up the the interrupted <laughs> food chat with more food or drink chat, I guess I did a couple weeks ago, or I think since we've been back from Thanksgiving, I tried the, uh, Pepsi zero. Is that Pepsi max? I think that's, I don't think that's, I think yeah, it's something I think different. So. Whatever. I think it used to be called Pepsi max. It's probably yeah. called Pepsi zero. Now. now it's Pepsi zero just to give it a try. It was on, obviously it was on sale. That's why I decided to try it. Um, not good. Yeah. Just too reminiscent. It's of weird. I feel like they really like Pepsi did a line in the sand. We're not going to taste like Coke. Whereas like, Sierra Mist or Seven Up and yeah. Sprite, like they don't feel that different. Yeah, they I mean, all got I, together. I'm not an avid. I'm not an avid consumer of those drinks, so maybe they right. do have a stronger taste profile difference. But they're. I mean, those three I, that you I mentioned are like very have, different. But yeah. What's that? I said those three are very different. Not very different, but they're unique enough that if you gave me a blind taste test of Sprite Wait, this, Zero, is Seven Up Diet Sierra Mist and Seven Up. I think Seven Up. Sierra Mist Pepsi. is basically a Sprite drink, right? I think Seven Up and it's Sierra the- Mist are more closely related. If I had to guess, but the, so Seven Up all, is owned all by three Pepsi. are lemon lime sodas, right? Yeah, Seven Up owned by Pepsi. Obviously, Sprite owned by Coke. Sierra, Sierra Mist, is owned by Pepsi. also owned by Pepsi. Yeah, lemon hmm. lime, fla- lemon lime flavor. Anyway, I I feel like Seven Up is more the outlier there. I feel like Sierra Mist and Sprite are pretty pretty closely aligned. But okay, fair enough. By the way, big news flash here: in December 2015, PepsiCo announced they were changing the name of Sierra Mist to Miss Twist in spring of 2016. However, in July of 2018, <laughs> in July of 2018, Sierra Mist made a return to store shelves. Unlike the previous version, which contained just five natural ingredients, this reiteration contained potassium benzoate and calcium disodium. Wait, wait, wait. So Mist Twist existed for some period of time? For two years, my friend. No fucking way. There's no way that's true. The internet does not lie. Mist uh, Twist. 
2016 to 2018. I'm looking right now. They got the dates of production. Do they have packaging? Sure. I gotta look this up now. I'm wondering if this whole drink is that defunct, w- though. Oh, yeah. I do remember that Miss Twist thing. Okay. They have Sierra no, Miss, 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 Zero I, Sugar. I bought some for my kids. Because okay. depending yeah. they on... They and, like and Sprite. Sugar. Yeah. And depending on when... Um, who's on sale more, I will buy them Sierra Mist if, if it's cheaper sure. than Sprite. Because they don't care. I will tell you, as I'm reading this, they had, seasonally, a Sierra Mist Cranberry Splash... Shut the front door. That shit was delicious. I've had that before. Highly recommended. It's yeah. no longer, but all those like seasonal cranberry twists or whatever in the yeah in the they have that for uh, Seven Up too. I don't know why they don't have it for Sprite. I guess Sprite's like fuck this or Sprite. Yeah, but they do Sprite's have uh, limeade now or they whatever for Sprite, right? They have some sort of lemonade. Limeade. I think. Well, Sprite has lemon. The lemon lime. I think it's called Limonade. They have Close like a Limon? lemonade. That's sp- that's Doritos. No, shut the fuck up. I think they have a Limonade. Yeah, okay, Limonade oh Sprite. Oh my god, they have. They have a shit Sprite done. Limonade. Sprite plus Sprite a splash lemon of lemonade. Lime herb in the 70s. I'm trying to look for Oh, I see. Yeah, LYM. Okay, Weed interesting. Sprite, yeah, Sprite mixed limonade. with lemonade and 1% lemon juice. Because Sprite is the uh, oh they have they also have Sprite Ginger now. That sounds good. Yeah, they do. I have to give that a that try. That scares me. Some of these. I, I, I don't I don't know that I'm up for that because they have gin they have sure Ginger Coke ginger too. Ale. I think. Uh, does it though? Does it? Oh, they have Sprite sure Winter that? Spiced Cranberry too. Yeah, that's a se- that's the seasonal one I'm talking about. I don't know if they have that in zero though. I'm, I, they don't have it in zero. That's probably why I've never had it. I also don't think I've ever had Sprite Cherry Zero, except for maybe concocted through a uh, freestyle. Yeah, a freestyle. Everybody's favorite. Anyway, is that still a thing? Sprite. Oh, I'm looking freestyle? at it right now. Sprite Cherry Zero. No, not the freestyle. The Sprite Cherry Zero. I yeah, don't, sure. I don't feel like I've seen the fright. Fright. Sprite Cherry. The fr- <laughs> The frightful cherry sprite. The frightful cherry. Okay. We're never gonna get through these songs if we don't. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. We're we're gonna wrap up this fry shit right now. All right. Let's, we're gonna stay on topic. All right. Number two. Um, number two for me. The aforementioned Arby's. Love the Arby's curly fries. The crunch, the deliciousness. You can't beat it. I don't know why, what why anyone in the world would say is, it doesn't count. They're delicious. Um, like cur- I feel like all curly fries have that taste to them. You've never Possibly, had a plain curly fry, no. have you? They all have that seasoning on them. Yeah, but Arby's is like next level. Like they leave that shit. Yeah, I'm not saying they they're not the best curly fries. I don't. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. You're getting as much fry as you are potato. Have you had a curly fry? Like we ha- they have the pool that we belong to. They had curly fries and they had sure. that Arby's like. It's not Cajun, but it's like sort of special it's something. sauce, something, it's something. flavor yeah. on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. I've had it other places, and it's 
It's similar, but I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I, you know, certainly oh, actually, if we were talking to should... an Arby's representative, they would not say it's. Five Guys is going to make my use. list too, so they're they're like two A or two B, whatever. Okay, so we'll have an honorable mention. All I right, like go ahead. The, What's your two? I like two? the Five Guys. Huh? Yeah. What's your number two? Same. The curly fries. I was going to put. Oh, the curly fries of Arby's. Okay. Sorry, I missed that. I mean, right. I haven't been to an Arby's, and I don't know how long. I don't think. Um, I feel like I bought my wife food there one time, but they definitely don't have anything for vegetarians. Their whole fucking slogan is oh, we God, have no. the meats. We have the meats. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do like curly fries, and I do like yes. Arby's sauce, actually. Love the Arby's sauce. It's delicious. You can eat so it with I the fries. They, I wish they did have something that was vegetarian. Yeah. And by the way, if you go Although, again to pick up food for Ann, get a turnover. Cherry turnovers, top shelf. I, how, like, do you know? I don't. I don't know where an Arby's is near me. We have two within a mile and a half. <laughs> I feel like that's like the uh, fast food restaurant that's kind of disappeared for me. That is uh, that I will agree with, even though I just said we have two within a mile and a half. But that, they are generally hard to find. We just happen to have two. Oh, there's one very close. a couple miles from me. I've never there noticed it. Tomorrow night, dinner. Make it happen, Captain. Well, okay. There's nothing for me to eat there. It's weird. It's in a very weird place too. It's like mm. kind of in a dead spot on a very busy street, so not surprising. Again, Arby's doing their own shit since 1994. All right, last one, number one. Do you know what I'm gonna say? Uh, McDonald's. I have no idea. I hate to admit it, but the fucking McDonald's French fries are flawless. They don't fuck them up. <laughs> I think it's because there's sugar in them. My wife doesn't think that's the case. I know it's the case. They're, they put sugar and crack in their fries. Well, it's they have... the perfect thin fry, always well salted, rare that you find. I've been talking for, I, I didn't mention it, but Arby's is the same thing. But I talked for my number four, my number three, and also number two, that you will sometimes have uncooked or undercooked or overcooked fries. You don't see that at McDonald's. They got that shit figured out, man. Ray Kroc. He knew what the fuck he was doing. So I hate to admit it, but McDonald's for me is my number one. Why do you hate to admit it? I don't know. It's like you last week or whenever, not last week, whenever we did the the pod at your house, you were like, I hate to say that I buy stuff on Amazon, but I buy a bunch of shit on Amazon. Like, I feel like I'm feeding the machine, but, and I Uh, dislike McDonald's in a lot of other ways. Like it literally gives me diarrhea. The food does, but those (laughs) fucking fries... I don't care. I'll, I'll so take I'd, a plunge on the diet. I don't eat yeah. McDonald's fries because they have beef powder in them, so maybe that's why you like them. Also helps, yeah. Uh, they used to fry them in beef fat, which they no longer do, which if you listen to any Malcolm Gladwell podcast, he'll wax poetic on it for three hours about how much greater they were when they did that. Right. Um, but my number one... It's definitely a regional favorite from the Great Pacific Northwest, and that is the Burgerville Rosemary Fries. Uh, Burgerville. Now, these are very thin fries, a Virginia Slim's sort of diameter. Shoestring. If you've ever seen those really skinny cigarettes. Yeah, they're kind of, I mean, I think they call them shoestring, but they're, you know, they're, I don't know, an eighth inch square. Yeah, Virgi- in Virginia Thim slickness. Thickness. Yeah, I got you. Um, and they have, they're salted, and then they have, they have like chopped up rosemary on them. They are fucking delicious. Mm. 
Don't know that I've ever had those. Been to Burgerville. They're they're seasonal as well. So not only are they regional, but they they only exist from like March to May, maybe. But they're really good. What? Hang on. That's bizarre. Why is that the time frame? Is that when Rosemary is in season or something? I guess so. I feel like Rosemary wrote Mary. Rosemary grows in in the Northwest like year round. So I don't. All the time. Yeah. I don't know. That's when the crop is I, at its finest. I think they, they also have like asparagus fries, quote unquote, um, huh. where it's just, you know, deep fried asparagus spears, which are definitely in the spring because that's when asparagus is in season. I think they do the rosemary fries at the same time, but I don't okay. I don't feel like rosemary is a super seasonal herb, but I don't know. Maybe it is. They do rosemary at the same time, T-H-Y-M-E? Um, no. Time. Okay. I don't remember. I, again, I've been to Burgerville several times when you guys lived out there. I don't remember their fry, their regular fries. I, I'm assuming you like their regular fries as yeah, well? Yeah, regular or fries is it a are totally good. different product? Okay. They're completely different fries as far as like shape and texture and everything. Yeah. Which is part of what made the rosemary ones kind of special is they were like a completely different fry. Right. Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right, there you go. Mount Rushmore. Todd threw in the the regional one. That's fine. Any honorable mentions you want to throw out real quick? I mean, just the, I wanted to add in five guys and I forgot about them. Okay, two A. So not not the typical honorable mention where it's like, ah, this is number five. They're actually two A. You just somehow short. Oh, you know, another place that was really good. Another honorable mention, the fries are super fucking good there. Um was Little Big Burger. You ate there with me, I think, in yeah, Portland. On, they have four on uh, Mississippi? Five, yeah, they have four or five locations. Now, all their burgers are like sort of um, slider size. Yep. But, um, oh, apparently yeah, that was good. Those smell, were good fries. They sell now sea salt that. fries all the time now, maybe. I'm looking at the Burgerville okay. website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Little Big Burger, they Very all their local. fries are... Um, Truffle have truffle oil on them. Oh god, damn, they're good. Those might be my number one now that I'm thinking about it. But that's pretty. That's definitely. That's even more regional regional. than. Which hey, you can do. That you know, it's not against the rules. I just I wanted to think of places that everyone could relate to. If you if you go to Portland, check out Little Big Burger. They have really good veggie burgers too because they take their little veggie patties and deep fry them. So they're a lot of times veggie burgers are kind of mushy but these have a nice crisp yeah. on the outside that they, they have their own ketchup oh my god i love that place i miss it i do much. remember the ketchup yeah it's got a little yeah, ketchup like was, it's got a little kick to it yeah it's got a little uh sriracha in it i think no i thought but, it was horseradish but, but, but not so difference. much that it's like yeah it's not overwhelming it's not it's not spicy it's just like you said it's got a little kick yeah it just brings some excitement <clears> to your ketchup <throat> which is normally hunts or heinz and like full of sugar but um Okay, interesting. Yeah, I was going to throw out, which is a national chain, Smashburger, sweet potato fries specifically. I'm very much a fan of. Ugh, I do um, not like sweet or sweet potatoes. Ooh. I know. It's an acquired taste. They have little big burgers. Smashburger also has. Now. Ooh, watch out. Uh, Smashburger also has the, the truffle fries and, and all that sort of shit, that, uh, the craft fry options. So, um, Okay. So food chat end, 51 minutes in. Now, we have 11 songs to plow through today. So we're going to plow through. Stongs. Stongs. And then we're going to, 
and then we're going to end the show because uh, this will take a while. So as you guys remember, now, God, almost a month ago, three weeks ago, we did, um, we started this this review of Stereo Gum has an article, Best New Bands of 2020. I'll include the link in the description below. Uh, and it's 40 bands. Uh, on the 19th of November, we, re- we reviewed the first seven, thinking we would have five or six shows to get through all 40. But now, just playing the odds, I figure we only have three shows left this year. So we got 33 left, so we're doing 11 per show from now until the end of the year. Um, so we're going to do 11 this week. We're going to pick up where we left off. And the first band on the list... Oh, and by the way, I, I, I texted you this earlier. The, the, the show three weeks ago, I was like, eh, like none of them were really great to me. Some were listenable, some were horrible. This week, it, it was it's the complete opposite. Like, there's only one or two that I was kind of eh about. Um, a lot of these were really, really good, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming and, you'll agree with me. And yes. my and. sort of premise that these are all sound like the 90s, like, this week fucking sounds like the 90s. Yes. To me. For sure. Which Again, there's like two songs, I think, that don't fall into that, but the rest of them could all come I definitely know what one of them is. I might know what what they both are, but yeah, no, you're right. It's a, it's could a different all have era. Come out from like from somewhere between like well, some of them are a little 80s, whatever. Yeah, I was about we'll to say, I was about to say 80, 88 to 97 is, is the range <laughs> I was going to give you there, but fair enough. Okay, let's hop, let's hop into this. Uh, and again, you will hear it. You're not listening to it now as Todd and I are talking, but I will edit it and put it in the background as we discuss each band. First up is Barely Civil. Uh, Barely Civil. My, my note here is, is it 2020 or is it 1994? The, the oh, vocals I, said ni- were, I said emo 1997. Called. There you go. Yeah, the, the vocals are the only thing, in my opinion, that are different from that stereotypical, like, American football type sound, polyvinyl, whatever. Like, it's very... Yeah, Again, I wrote it's a, Mineral it's a time or Texas is the reason. If you like either of those bands, they do sort of the quiet, loud, you know, sort of gets quiet and explodes sort of thing. I mean, the, yeah. now we're sort of mocking it, but I love this song. I thought it was awesome. No, <laughs> like it's right I'm not mocking it at all. No, I thought it was really, really good. I, um, again, I, I got 30 seconds in the song and I was like, all right, these are all, I already know these are going to be better than the <laughs> See, first. That's what I'm saying. I listen, I listen to the, pl- they have like a Spotify playlist at the end and yeah. I, I listened to, it, I was like, a lot of these songs are really good. And I think, I had heard many of this section. I mean, there were good songs at the first seven that we did too, but like I think right. this more encapsulates what I heard. It hit its stride in this. What it, what it, it came it, across to me as. It's it. It's funny. The thought I had when I got towards the end of these eleven was, I feel bad for people that started reading this article, and again, it's they're all listed alphabetically, and they got through like four or five songs, and they're like, "Fuck this! I'm not listening to the rest of this because you're missing out." <laughs> Like, make it to song eight, and then continue, and you'll be like, oh, okay, well, now it's I mean, sitting in the Depending on what you like, I don't, I mean... I know, of course, of course. This is very biased, just the things that you or I would listen to. But, again, those first seven, some of it was just <laughs> fucking raw garbage. But yeah, there Barely Civil... songs in there, too. Not really. Uh, Barely Civil is, uh, they're out of Milwaukee, and I was like, oh, perfect. Like, that, that whole band, you know, band, yeah, not yeah. band group, that whole band of, of geographic area, Milwaukee, Ring, Chicago, Braid. yeah, yeah Bray, like all of that. Like immediately, I was like, this is this this fits in perfectly. They're just twenty years younger than all those guys. Um, I'm looking at the picture, maybe fifteen, whatever. Um, but yeah, <laughs> super good. 
Who knows? Maybe third. I don't know. Um, super good. Highly recommended. This is one of the few that I actually didn't have time to do it today, but I think I will go back and try to find some more tracks to listen to. Because again, in the article, they just keep doing it. So, yeah, barely I feel civil. Like I could listen to this album. Yeah, for sure. Uh, barely civil. Definitely a, a good track. Next up was an interesting one. I'm curious to hear your reaction to this one. I believe it's pronounced Bartes Strange, B-A-R-T-E-E-S, Strange. Um, it's he, he. He apparently is a he's a a, a larger black gentleman. I guess did you in not his thirties. I did watch the video. Oh, okay. you said um, like, you didn't oh no 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 no. <laughs> so he he plays all of the instruments in the video. Apparently, yeah. I, mean, I assume I, he. That's does why I said apparently. Recording too. Right. Who knows. He knows what he's doing. I watched him play drums, and I mean, anyway, fake playing guitar. But um, to me, it was kind of that typical lo-fi indie, but but like from um, whatever age he is, like a, a black, like a soul, soulful, maybe that's the wrong term, but just from a different perspective than you would expect. And it's interesting. I don't know if you read the, the kind of write-up on it, but he's from D.C. And... Uh, talked about what he oh up until recently Strange worked as an environmental lobbyist in DC and no, he sings that part. he sings like someone who knows the world's ending so that was like an even more interesting twist on what was again very to me again another good song very catchy yeah, really catchy, catchy like lo-fi indie pop I, so I thought they sound I thought he sounded kind of like the Black Keys like it has like a kind of bluesy yeah Pop. Like sure. it's it's definitely got some rock to it, but then the verses were all almost like hip hop because he does sort of a spoken almost kind of rap yeah, spoken thing, word, and then he yep. sings the chorus. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird melange of sort of styles, but it's definitely good. It's just it doesn't it, it does, part of it did like his vocal style, and I think just like the way the guitar was like. Uh, buzzed out sounded kind of black keys yes yeah black keys strokes strokes came to mind not yeah. the vocals but everything else just that kind of but again like lo-fi like just straight ahead guitar bass drums and vocals very interesting um but i i i was surprised at how how catchy it was and how much i liked it so and then when i read the backstory that you know that makes not me really more the, interesting uh, environmental what'd you say lobbyist yeah. or something lobbyist in DC, that's great. Which is where he's from. I mean, if you're going to call home. DC is pretty much the only place. So, so yeah, another good one. Two for two. Uh, next up, I assume I'm pronouncing this correctly. Biba Doobie. It's all one word. <laughs> best, B-A-B-A. Na- best name on the list this week. Definitely the best name of the 11. Yeah. B A B A D O O B E E. And it's a, a, a solo act. Uh, Korean woman, I believe. Younger woman. I only say that, I, I'm, I'm certain of that because it says she became popular on TikTok. Um, but based out of London. I think and she has a song that plays on TikTok. TikTok. Oh, like, I okay. feel like I've seen her name before. I think she sings a song. There's like, you know, 25 songs that everybody uses on TikTok, and I think hers might be one of them. But so I, heard, I tried yeah. to look it up, but I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Okay. Interesting. So my my note here was, it very much ha- again, early '90s. It had a very much like a garbage, or even the Breeders sound to it, like the female led vocals, but just kind of like 
don't know if grungy is the right word, but like, I don't know, just like heavy guitar and, I don't know, it's very, maybe not heavy guitar, I'm, I'm making it sound heavier than it is. Grungy is probably the wrong word, but it was, it was interesting. I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of this song, but um, just, you know, again, the, uh, I the word, but the, the variation between having a, you know, a small Korean woman playing like rock music always makes things more interesting. At least in my opinion. So, um, so yeah, no, it, it was a good track. I wasn't interested in hearing more, but it too was was catchy. And, and again, kind of so threw you back. I think decades. I might have been wrong. I don't know if she was. I think I was thinking someone else was singing, but she does have. 112,000 followers on TikTok. That seems pretty high. A million likes. Yeah. Her songs. Uh, yeah, I mean, this sounded to me, again, sort of 90s alt rock. I put Throwing Muses, Maruka Salt, yeah. Belly, any of those bands. Yep. Um, and I don't know, it sounded, yeah, it's like, if you like that kind of buzzed out girl pop. Uh, there's a, another band uh, that's. That's currently playing now called Charlie Bliss, who has a sort of a similar sound sure. um, that my daughter really likes, and I like them too. And I was reading a review of them, and I think it applies to this. They were saying like this sort of like girl-led, and I don't mean that in any sort of derogatory term, but whatever. No, of course not. Um, <clears throat> this a lot of this kind of music got relegated to children's shows. Like this sound became. Kind of the songs for like animated shows and stuff, which is kind of sucks. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And but I don't think that's wrong because I've also like some of the Disney shows and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, these songs kind of sound like '90s alt rock right. that's led by girl groups for things. But sure, sure, <laughs> sure. So I I don't mean that to say anything negative about Biba Doobie, which I thought again best name on the list. Um, yeah, I really liked this song. I thought it was good. And again, it's the whole, all three of these sound like they could be straight out of the '90s. Yeah, they're they were born at the wrong time for sure, wrong generation. Um, but yeah, again, at that point, still I was three for three. I was like, all right, I'm into it. I'm listening. <laughs> then we're getting to BFB to Pac-Man. BFB to Pac-Man. I no fucking idea what that means. By the way, <laughs> Pac-Man is, has a K in it, so it's like, was that an accident? I'm not sure. So BFB to Pac-Man is not too dissimilar to. A couple of the ones um, that we had three weeks ago, like 42, 42 Doug comes to mind, um, or if Armani Another. Caesar was a big fat black guy. That's what BFB to Pac Man Fat, overweight, what's the name of the guy? The Sugar Baby or something is like the co producer. Oh, yeah. oh Sada Baby. Sada Baby. Whatever the fuck that means, I don't know. Um, but it's, it is, it's typical. Like just straight ahead in your face. I got money. I got bitches. I got stacks. The I I, I didn't even write a note because I knew I'd remember it. The line, but the line that was the favorite one <laughs> that, that defines BFB to Pac-Man, or at least the song, the track they picked for this is, "I nut super quick and I be wearing down a mattress." Now, I don't know why you brag about nutting super quick. All this up about wearing down the mattress, about he is he's definitely wearing down a mattress. He's a big dude, so. Um, I don't know that, that, I mean, that look, it is what it is. Like that, that line describes the Peter pack. But again, the, by the way, I, I should have mentioned this early on every song, all 11 of these songs 
finally, unlike the first seven that we did, all had high production value. And if you're into that sort of rap, it was it was alright. Like it had it had a good beat. It was it yeah. had high production value. I mean, but, you know. some of the lyrics were. Uh, I mean, it's definitely like could be offensive to many people. Oh, some not for the kids, <laughs> for sure. This is yeah. This is definitely not a song you play with with the family around the Thanksgiving dinner table. No, 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 no. They're like <laughs> this thing, like wearing out a mattress and nut quick. Like, yeah. I mean, there's some good like. Albeit inappropriate sort of rhymes in there, but there yes, was, yeah, there was that. So I don't know. I, I said, you know, there's some good fat dude jokes because definitely overweight. I mean, so am yeah. I. But and he's proud of him. Yeah, he's proud of him. he. It, it was weird. There was another dude in that video. I don't remember who the uh, the, the sort of featured artist or whatever with him. Yeah, who was also Sada shirtless baby. and uh, yes. a baby, and also yeah. not fit. Like he wasn't as big. Yeah. Is the Pac-Man, but he was not. I mean, he had a dad bod, and both proud like, of him. Probably like 19 or something. I don't. I don't know how old he so, is. So, uh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, <clears throat> based out of Houston, the picture in this article is him eating something with a McDonald's sign in the background. So, like, it all fits. It all just makes sense <laughs> about uh, his whole image. So. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it was, okay, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was catchy enough. Again, I've, I've certainly heard worse hip hop. Um, okay, so that's BFP to Pac-Man. Next up, Big Cheese. So th this is the first of a, a couple in these in the back half of these um, that are based in UK. This band is based in Leeds, and just straight ahead UK punk. It also had, I, I made this note, maybe it's an unfair character, characterization. I said it also had frat boy, the feel of frat boy energy music. Like it was just aggressive for the sake of being aggressive. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I also said, but mostly the punk thing. It, this, this band could have played CBGBs in 1979 or 1985. Like they have that, that very stereotypical or typical UK punk sound which is which was my thought and i think their album is like 19 minutes yeah i read i wrote um, that down it says their their album lasts 19 minutes but this yeah unrelenting this must have been minutes. the longest song on it because it was probably like two and a half minutes long yeah i just wrote that i mean yeah. it definitely has like an 80s hardcore kind of sound and i thought the yep. the uh singer has like a good like growl scream but it also has some like metal chugga chugga riffs in there too i mean there's certainly mosh parts in it but right. it, has, it has a little more it's it it as opposed to the other band in here which i think is called chubby in the gang chubby in the gang we're getting chubby in the gang um yeah. this one definitely like that one feels a little more posy core this one definitely feels more like yep sick of it all kind of hardcore. yeah it's straight ahead it's not they're not pretending to be anything yeah, there's, or not there's really. not a lot of melody in there or you know like no catchiness I mean no, there is but right. you know what I mean like not it's not super melodic it's more aggressive sure sure for sure um, so yeah decent I mean I, I feel like I've kind but, of outgrown that both of these yeah both but, of these bands like apparently hardcore bands that are reliving the 80s or maybe the 90s in the UK just have to have terrible names Big Cheese yeah like what the fuck that's a terrible Big Cheese band. is stupid and 
we're getting ahead of ourselves, but Chubby and the gang, also dumb. We'll get to that <laughs> later. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Big Cheese, decent enough. Wasn't my favorite song in this in this batch, but... Uh, yeah, I also put not my favorite, but, but okay. I mean, it's, yeah. it's fine. Again, it is what 19 it is. minutes, it is what it is. like, I could listen to that yeah. for 19 minutes. Sure. Why not? Why not? Um, okay, halfway point. Next up, Black Country, New Road. Now, this is also a, a kind of bizarre when I looked at the picture and I was like, what am I looking at? It looks like a, a sitcom photo from 1992. <laughs> There's, it's a seven piece, seven piece band, um, including a saxophonist and a violinist. Um, I, this is the first one I, I bailed on. It doesn't oh, help really? that the song was like six and a half minutes. I, I couldn't get through it. I like this song. I thought it was terrible. I didn't know what the hell they were trying to do. You should have also from UK. There's, there's a build at the end that's really good. So, so I here's what I did. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, and I'll go back and listen to it. I mean, I have to go back and record it anyway for the purposes of playing in the, the bad that you guys are hearing right now as you're listening. But I did skip ahead. I got like two and a half minutes in. I was like, let me skip ahead, skip ahead. And I got to like five minutes. I was like, fuck this. I'm bailing. This first one, I, the first and only one in this list of 11. Listen I to the last I just, minute, it wasn't I'd for me. say. So okay. I wrote, it's it also feels 90 to me and it's sort of hybrid weirdness because it's like indie rock yeah. but then there's some synthy parts in the review they talk about free jazz but i think that's more just because they have like the saxophonist and the violinist but right uh, it felt more just like some of the the bands in the 90s that had like weird elements brought in almost almost like sweep like johnny with the, they had a saxophone player with the or, saxophone yeah um or like in the 60s when they had those weird psychedelic bands that just sure. it, the overall song has With kind Moog's. of a yeah. dark tone to it, and it yeah. might have been the video, but it like the video made it feel very like soundtrackish, not like in an sure. ambient soundtrack way, but like so. This here's is music what I did. that goes along with the video very specifically. It felt like right, and and here's what I did intentionally. I'm not gonna say I didn't look at all because obviously I saw BFB the Pac Man, his fat ass, but I tried to just listen to all these. I tried not to watch the video gotcha. intentionally for that reason. Um, but yeah, and, and again, within the, the one paragraph description, they, they list post-punk, post-rock, noise rock, and free jazz. So if that alone doesn't tell you enough about this band, and I also thought as I was listening, I was like, maybe I should listen to another track at some point. But by the time I got through as much as I listened to, I was like, fuck that. I'm not wasting my time. It was not, th this selected track was certainly not for me. I'd listen to another one. I liked it. Okay. Well, I'll give it a shot. So again, that's Black Country, New Road is the name of the band. A seven-piece out of London. You don't see a lot of seven-piece bands anymore. True. Um, okay. Next up was a band whose name I certainly appreciated. Uh, Car Talk. <laughs> so this one confused me because when I looked at the picture, the kids from L.A., I say a kid looks like a very, very young guy. His name's Chuck Moore from L.A., it's kind of a, a single, Wait, it was you know, a dude? solo I act. It was a woman. That's the thing. That's my 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 comment. Very high pitched. Thought it was a woman. Male, folky, slow rock. That was my description of it. I thought it was a woman too, but this one again. This one I actually did peek at the video. I was like, am I am I hearing this correctly? Um. So, yeah, that's it's it. It's not really my cup of tea, but I thought the production value was high. Yeah, the production was, was good. I mean, my song first was good note enough. was reverb because there was a shit ton of reverb in that song. Yes, and it was sort definitely of indie rockish pop. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Mazzy Star, 
Although sure. that band, this has a little more energy than that because I think of that band as super right. like shoegazy and sleepy. But um, yes, yeah, this song was, was definitely pretty good. I don't know, it, like I don't know if this is something I'd listen to a lot, but uh, if you're into yeah. that more sort of. <clears throat> Not slow, but sort of like more mellow. I said folky. Or if you're in a mellowy mood, sure. Uh, mellow pop this is definitely done well. Less pop, more mellow. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Again, it wasn't bad. It just, it's just, it's not for me. And I, and hell, the first episode we did on this, none of it was for me. So I get it. We're gonna come across <laughs> some songs like that, but. But uh, if that's your thing, it's and for a lot of people it is, then it's, it's probably worth to check out. So next up is one that we already alluded to, Chubby and the Gang. Um, my only note is, again, typical UK punk. The video was actually really good. This one I watched because it was an animated video. Um, again, this band came out of, out of London, as I mentioned. It, I, I'm never sure about the descriptions they write. Sarah Gumroad. They said hardcore. I don't know. Yeah, like, can we differentiate punk feel, and hardcore, please? Didn't feel hardcore to me. The other. It wasn't hardcore. The other. Uh, big cheese definitely feels more. Big like cheese. New York hardcore. This. This to me sure. felt more like melodic punk from the '80s. Like. Yes. Not not as good as, but like along the lines of like a seven seconds or something like that. Sure. Definitely not as good as. Did you watch the video though? The video uh, was really well I, done. I did. I was only half paying attention. Okay. Though, so I didn't, I didn't catch everything that was going on because I was more listening. Sure. I was doing something else. But, of course. Um, yeah, it has some of the like bro, like gang vocal parts. Yep. The guy has a super heavy British accent, which feels felt yes. very like throwback to me. Yeah. Um, and it has a harmonica in it, which I thought was weird. That was a bizarre choice. But it's like you know, a real added, bar added band. Element they decided yeah. to add in. And the other note that I had, the song was a minute 48. So your, your note about seven seconds is, is spot on from that perspective. Definitely have short songs, just short, catchy, fast, punk song. That's what you're into. Yeah, yeah. That one made me for you. Next up, on a completely different note, the band Disheveled Cuss. I believe it is, a, again, also kind of a solo act. Although, again, when I say these are solo acts, I think they generally they said have this guy bands. was the singer from Terra Mellos, which is like a sort of emo band. Yep, correct. Sacramento math rock Terra Mellos. Which um, I've definitely heard of before. I don't know their music that well. I've definitely heard that band before, but I don't know what they sound like. Although you so, describe them as something, so I guess that's what they sound like. Yeah, Sacramento math rock. Um, so my note here was kind of had a Weezer feel to it, but like with more math rock, I know Weezer does some time changes, but not really. I mean, I um, put like Arches of Loaf, Super Chunk, Pavement, like this sure. to me is just fucking 90s indie rock. Yeah, complete. it really is. <laughs> I thought it was good though. I uh, thought yeah, it was a really loved, good song. I wrote this song is awesome. I really like this song. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was it was a good job. I I didn't have time, but I, I agree with your comment about Terramelos. That's something I might go back and research that as well and see how similar the sound is but I guess now this guy's just on his own trying to do his own thing um, but yeah just that again like I, I, I put Weezer as a compliment like the good yeah, Weezer yeah. not the bad Weezer I, um, I would say I don't, it wasn't quite as poppy as Weezer is a lot of the time right 
More indie. More indie. Weezer songs. I mean, I know they're not like super duper mainstream, but they're definitely super catchy. And this is catchy, but not like, I don't know. Sometimes Weezer sort of skews over more to the pop side. They definitely do. They definitely do. Yeah, I haven't listened to a Weezer in a long time. Intentionally. Yeah, I agree. Um, But yeah, this was probably either my second or third favorite song. Um, Barely Civil may have been second or third, too. Both of these were, in my opinion, really good. The next band is my favorite, which probably is not surprising. Oh, really? So, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so next up, Civil and Dis- Disheveled Cuss were my probably two favorites. Dog Leg. <laughs> yeah. I'll next up, like Dog Leg. Um, so Dog Leg, based out of Detroit, the name of the album is based on Super Smash Brothers. The name of the album is Melee. It was released this year, which I thought was pretty... I mean, not that it was released this year, I thought it was pretty awesome. I know all these are kind of new waters for 2020, but um, they describe it as high-octane emo punk. I agree, emo punk at its finest. Um, this was the only one that I actually took time before I got to the 11th artist for this list this week and listened to several other songs, watched several other videos on YouTube. Um, by far, my not by far, but definitely the best of the bunch for this week for me um, it's weird like when I think about where this type of music comes from Detroit is not that place and a lot of people were like oh it doesn't matter you can make a band but it does matter like certain cities have certain scenes and Detroit you know Detroit is the home of Kid Rock like I don't think of good <laughs> emo punk coming out of Detroit but these guys fucking rock man and they had a video I can't remember the name of it now I'll look it up here in a second but um, they had a video that they did that was basically a, a ripoff of um, uh, Clerks, the Kevin Smith movie. Really well done. I highly suggest um, if you guys can search anything about Dog Leg. Oh, it's called it's called War Tortle. I know it's an odd War name. War Look up Dog Leg War Tortle on YouTube and watch the video. I'm telling you to do that too. It was insane. Very, very well done. Yeah, very well done. So yeah, my, my favorite of the bunch, Dogley. I just Bunch. put the like uh, with when I was saying all these bands are from the '90s. I feel like we've moved into the aughts or maybe even the 2010s. For sure. This feels For sure. like Definitely uh, the aughts. The aughts. Yeah, whatever. Feels like I don't know yeah. third, fourth wave emo. Yeah. I I don't know if it was when I listened to this I was getting kind of tired because the last band I didn't like at all. The one after this. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I was like, I, I said that I felt like there are a lot of their bands that I like that are better at this than they are at what they're doing. So it, didn't, it didn't break through. But again, if I gave it another chance, I might like it more. Um, they Watch cer- the War Turtle. <laughs> the War Turtle. They, uh, yeah. they certainly aren't bad. Um, and it, no, it definitely, good. like, I know that in the, in the Stereo Gum review, they were saying, you know, they sort of... Uh, sort of lay down the gauntlet that they can keep up the amount of energy that they have and then they actually do it so that's yeah, yeah. that's encouraging I mean they definitely have a lot sure. of energy and the song you know is, is a pretty rockin' song so it's certainly yeah. something I it's would recommend around. people to listen to and if you said yeah. the other songs are also good I will I will certainly check out the War Tartle War Tartle it's, uh, it's pretty awesome and the other ones that I watched were 
were equally good. It just, I don't know, it takes me back to that. You're right, probably the the mid-aughts, um, but but in my opinion, better than some of those shitty mid-aughts yeah, bands. Yeah, like that's the thing. Pete I, I, I mean that, that like a lot of the mid-aughts bands in a good I think, way. are crap, so this is definitely yes. better than those. It just felt like a little more contemporary than some of these like straight 90s sounding things that were in this group. Yep. Yeah, this one broke the broke the mold as far as that's concerned. Did not, or did not not broke the mold. Did not stay in line with the the theme of three decades ago. Um, okay, so yeah, that was my favorite. The the dog leg, highly recommended. And then we finish up this week with the eleventh and final track. I assume it's pronounced Ela Ela minus. Um, you know they can't all be winners. Uh, Ela's from New York. <laughs> um, I, I it's. I, 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 I put breathy EDM-ish. Yeah, eh. I wrote That's what dancey, I synth, whatever. I don't know. This music is not <laughs> that exciting to me. Again, I was I was getting sort of to... I was doing other... like I wasn't doing other things. I was listening to the songs, but I had sort of... I was right. also trying to help my daughter with school, and I kind of reached my limit for... Yep. Like paying attention to this, and this song was not doing it for me. It's, you you don't need to go back and try again. You're not going to like this on the second uh, round. I promise. You. I said it sounds kind of like the soundtrack for like a hard seltzer commercial or something like a <laughs> like a Heineken ad. I don't know. It just it I didn't I didn't give it a lot of chance. It's in Spanish. Like a White Claw ad campaign. Yeah, I don't know. It just I was not that it's like super party, but it's just kind of a lo-fi right. club song or something. You know what? Here. This will this will close it out. You you mentioned it's in Spanish. First of all, she's from Brooklyn, so that's interesting. I didn't even notice it was in Spanish. That's how much of an impact this. Until you just said that, I just noticed the track is "El Cielo No Es de Nadie." I didn't even notice that at all. So, so yeah, the lyrics are really punching through for Scott. Yeah, really made really made a big impression. Um. So yeah, that's the eleven for this week. Next week, I'm I'm gonna tease. The first one is called Flow Millie, which looks like potentially a, a, a prostitute in Mobile from Mobile, <laughs> Alabama. I don't know. And then after that is a band called Frail Body, which just based on the name alone sounds like they could be awesome. So <laughs> stay tuned. Next week we'll do another another eleven um, and continue plugging away to get through the full forty before the end of the year because we are after all celebrating the best new bands of 2020 this week by far had the best options for you. Um, again, in, in no particular order, my highly recommended would be Barely Civil for sure. Um, certainly uh, Disheveled Cuss was good. Dogleg is my favorite. Give BFB to Pac-Man a listen if you just want to, you know, have a little yeah, hatred I mean, it's, for... It's the only true hip-hop song if you're looking for a hip-hop It really song. is. It, it's, we it had is several good. last week, or last time, but... So. Uh, this one truly is hip hop and it's from the dirty, dirty of Houston. Uh, so if you like two <laughs> big fat black dirty, guys dirty? rapping the way these guys are. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, filthy, filthy, <laughs> filthy, filthy, just the, the profanity just alone, the but, Detroit grease just on them. <laughs> um, so yeah, check that out. And, and again, hopefully you guys enjoyed the music as it played in the background here. Um, it's, it's a labor of love that takes me a while to put together. So I hope you guys enjoy being able to hear it while we're talking about it. Because otherwise, we're just talking about bands you never heard of. And that sounds <laughs> stupid. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, see, we got through that in reasonable time. Yeah, yeah. It this won't even be one of our top long 10 longest shows. To, uh, it really doesn't. To burn it really doesn't. through these. 
I mean, I feel like last time we spent a lot of time talking about 645 AR. <laughs> the guy that was talking like this, that was rapping like this, watching porn on the computer. Um, but <laughs> I can't believe I just gave him a free plug. Yeah, Do not listen to 645 AR. <laughs> good Lord. My kid was, uh, oh my he's God. got some issues, but anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else? Any last comments? Uh, preseason Thoughts? starts tonight. Oh, shit. That's right. I don't know. The Blazers play tomorrow, so. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. The NBA Seems is Seems like we just baby. finished talking about basketball, because we did. And now on December 22nd, the season starts again. Do we want to talk about basketball uh, at all? or We can do a couple minutes on it if you, if you want. Do you, if think, you want to talk uh, about the, do you think Harden's yeah. coming coming back? Are they going to trade I heard he showed up season? in Houston. Oh, he I, did? He went, yeah. That was a couple days ago. I heard he, had, he, he showed up to training camp and got his, his COVID test. So Was he negative? After hitting the club. That I didn't see. You know that motherfucker was hitting the clubs. No, I mean, there's um, videos of him at a party, I think, with the baby or oh. somebody. And he gave, oh, the baby? He gave Sada baby? Him, no, not Sada baby. And he gave him, <laughs> oh, okay. or it might have been somebody else, he gave him like $100,000 as a birthday gift or something. Is that a birthday party? I don't know. Damn. <laughs> I mean. I got to become friends with Harden. He clearly doesn't give a fuck about his team. Or anything like he's oh, supposed man. to be at training camp and he's out partying and like going to strip club. Classic beer. There's video of him Classic going to the beer. strip club too, or, or photo evidence or something. Love it, absolutely love it. No, I hadn't heard that, um, but no, I don't think he's leaving. I mean, well, no, no, no. he Look, wants I, to leave. He's listed four teams that he wants to go to. I think. Right, this classic. What? He said the Nets, which was his original choice, Philadelphia, right, the Bucks, or the Heat. It's like. So you want to go to an Eastern Conference contender? Like, of course. Yeah, you don't want to go to a, a shitty team, and it sounds like you want to go East. So I'm, The Nets I'm, absolutely cannot afford him. I'm glad, I'm the glad Bucks you would picked, have to. I'm glad you picked uh, yeah. the four best teams, theoretically, in he the just, East. He just, here's what he did. He just looked at the 2019-2020 standings for the East and took the top four teams. Well, not the Nets, I not guess. Not the Nets, but yeah. The, the, yeah, the Nets have two... Max contracts. They couldn't afford him. Well, they could, the, I mean, they could, they could send enough money back to get him. It's just like, why would Houston take that? They don't have enough yeah, assets. To they wouldn't have it. a team. Well, what, I mean, they could fill If you get those three goofballs together. No, no, no. Could, I, I understand they could, they could tip the ball. I'm saying they get beat 140 to 20 every night. They'd have no, no stars, but um, oh, oh. and no one Houston, would come. You mean, or? Houston, yeah, oh, yeah, Houston, not not New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey's got Kyrie. They got Durant. What are you talking about, they don't need. I mean, from everything I've heard, even though he's a Duke, former Dukie, Kyrie's a bit of a head case. You don't need Harden there too. <laughs> oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, and did you imagine? And uh, KD's a little bit of a yeah. KD has his moments. I think he's kind of mellowed out. Sam, he's got the podcast, so who knows? But. Um, but yeah, Milwaukee never gonna happen. Um, yeah, Miami. I'd like, to, I'd like to play with Giannis. Oh, cool! I'm sure everyone would like to play with Giannis. So would everyone in the NBA. <laughs> why, why would Miami? And why would Miami break up what they have? They just came within a couple games of a ring. They're not gonna fuck that up. They'd have to give up so much. I mean, the, all their young talent. The team is Philadelphia. It's just whether they want to get sure. trade um, Simmons for Harden. Well, and look, if anyone's gonna pull off some shit like that, it's gonna be Doc Rivers. If you want insanity in the GM box. Put Doc Rivers in that seat, and it just might happen. If you want what? So, if you want insanity oh. in the GM seat. <laughs> He's not the GM. Daryl Morey's the GM. Oh, that's right. 
No, no, no. Of Philly. Yeah. Daryl Morey's the GM of Philly. When did that happen? I don't know. Like a month ago. Because he was formerly the Houston GM, correct? Yeah. And he got fired. Okay. And he said he was well, going to take a year sense, off then. to spend time with his family. And then like a week later, he got the job <laughs> in Philly. <laughs> they all say that shit. And they all come back. Too much money in the NBA right now. That would be a headache, though. My God. Why would you go to trust the process land? Whew. That's a rough one. Well, he... Yeah. I mean, I think they have a new head coach. They've got... Sure. Two young, young talents. Young core. He likes Harden, so, I mean... But, so, from everything that I've heard, like, the ownership in Houston doesn't like uh, Daryl Morey. That's why they fired him, so that they may not want right. to trade Harden to their former employee. I, see. I don't think actually I don't think Daryl Morey's the GM. He's like the president of basketball operations. There's a, someone else who's the GM, but he's basically the GM. He's making whoever whoever's making the decisions is the GM as far as I'm concerned. I don't care what your title. Yeah, is. yeah, he's making um, the decisions. I think he has a title higher than GM, but he, right, exactly. So he's telling the GM what to do. <laughs> he's Fair saying, enough. "Call these guys, <laughs> right? Make this trade. Make this my team. Yeah, make it happen." Um, so yeah, that's that's a big who knows. Um, what else and happened? We, John, obviously the John Wall thing, John yeah. Wall Westbrook, crazy, crazy. So one of uh, one of my former coworkers was like, "The Wizards are going to be interesting this year," and I was like, mm, "Maybe." No, they aren't. It's like he's like he's like, "Come on, man, they'll make the playoffs." I was like, "They'll be in the play-in tournament. They might make right. the playoffs. I don't know." Like. Oh, he thinks it's going to be interesting, like they're going to be in a top four seed or something? I don't know. I, I've heard some podcast people are like, I think they could be – somebody said top, like in like the fifth seed, and I'm like, I don't think so. Like, have you – Yeah, no way. I mean, I know Westbrook is better than Wall is, but that's not saying a lot. And they got Bertans, but I don't know. Yeah, like, there's, I, like I don't who see are they happen. knocking out? Nobody. Right. I mean, Bucks I guess are in. like, I guess if you Man, think of those teams in. we talked about as the f- top four, then you still have like, yeah. well, we didn't even talk about the Celtics. Celtics. I was about uh, to say. Raptors. Like I, they might be Raptors in the Raptors ish sure. class. Pacers. The Pacers. Yeah. And they're, Orlando. They're, they're, they're like fucking... they, they might be better than Orlando and they were the eight seed last year. So I don't know. Yeah. Like, the Hawks. Hawks got Howard. Hawks got better. <laughs> I mean, the Hawks got better. So I, <laughs> They're going to be battling I was with kidding, the Hawks but you're right. for like the last. I I think yeah. they'll be in that like seven to ten range. They're definitely right. better, but I don't think they're like they're not winning a championship. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting move. Interesting move for sure. What else? What else happened? Anything else in the in the league? Uh, we talked about worth PG thirteen getting the big monies. Yeah, Paul George got two hundred twenty something million for five years. Unfucking believable. And AD and LeBron resigned, so LeBron yep. signed AD's... just long enough so he can. Uh... Correct. Uh, AD signed a five-year contract, but 190 million. LeBron signed an extension. He was already signed through this coming season, and he signed an additional either two or three years. So he's, I think it's either three or four more years he's locked in. Last year, of course, is a player option. Same thing with AD. Same thing with all these contracts. They always have the final year being a player option. But, um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. This this whole season, I mean, everything, non-basketball. And on that note, everybody, (laughs) 
I'll edit in you saying some saying this thing at the end. Of it. Um, so yeah, we cut the show short. Technical difficulties, whatever. Hope you enjoyed. Until next week, everybody. Peace. Two.